These days, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make all kinds of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs in towns and cities across the country. And jobs bring pride. Purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20. Hey there, BreezeLine has a holiday gift just for you. One month of free internet for all your family's gift sites, book flights, and movie nights. Get reliable, fast internet with speeds starting at 100 megabits per second for just $19.99 a month. Plus, free Wi-Fi your way home for the first 12 months. And your first month is free. BreezeLine wishes you all a happy and bright holiday season. If only they could give you a little holiday relief from all the matching family outfits. Service subject to availability. New residential customers in select areas only. Visit BreezeLine.com for complete offer details. I should be good. Say something, Cam. Blah, 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 blah. There, there we go. Good. I was just making sure uh, I had your audio feeding in into OBS. <sighs> I had to do a, a wardrobe change for the illusion that it's Tuesday morning. Right. Or Tuesday after. Tuesday because, because you recorded Monday earlier. Yeah, well... Uh, I did Monday's show on Monday, and this is Tuesday's show right right now. Right. Yeah, so I didn't want to wear the, the same shirt, but, you know, the illusion's gone all, already anyways. Welcome to the Daily Cup of Genre, everybody, the show where we get to talk about, you know, anything and everything in uh, entertainment, geek, and pop culture. Uh, it's uh, part of the big LRM Online family, so make sure you check out lrmonline.com every day for all of your entertainment news, needs, and, and opinions. And of course, uh, the show is sponsored by the uh, good folks over at, at Grow Generation. A little bit more from them later in, in the episode. Uh, we're available wherever you get podcasts podcast from you're listening to us on on an app hit the follow or subscribe button on on that app and then of course the genreverse youtube channel where you can look at our faces i mean i, I was gonna say great or handsome but you you know but i'm here <sighs> yeah anyways i'm Kyle malone and and cam clark is is joining me today uh fresh off of a, a vacation or holiday as they like to say over there how was it cam what'd you do man just chilled out on unwound for a few days you know just spent time with the family um unplugged watched some caught up in various tv programs and stuff at night time when i was just sitting on my own you know so that was good watched a lot of um things that are kind of out there at the moment streaming was writing about what? that today, you know just kind of all the things i've seen watched a couple of movies while we were away you know that sort of thing as well what what you get? Uh, what shows did you get all all caught up on? Oh, caught up on uh, well, Stranger Things four. Watched the finale of that. Get caught up on Miss Marvel. Um, so far, caught up on and watched all of Umbrella Academy season three. Oh. Did you uh, enjoy that that one? I was yeah, I was really all right. about was that right. that one. I mean, okay. I think a lot of the fan base didn't seem to like season three so much. Um, it's kind of it was odd. Some of the things that I've, I've kind of heard people saying about it. Um, 
kind of things I thought were endemic to the show anyway in season season one and season two, you know, that um so it kinda of was just more of the same for me, to be honest. Okay. Yeah. Cool. It was good. Right. Nothing special. What uh what blew you out of the out of the water recently? Like people talking up the the boys. I know some some talking go ahead. So I've not seen the boys yet. That's oh, one I've not yeah. seen yet. I've been waiting for it. So it's just finished, and I was kind of everything else was more complete at that point, or I had already started it. So kind of haven't had time for the boys yet. So that's kind of this week's task, if you like. Um, yeah. them. <laughs> if I get enough free time to watch it all, we'll see. It was pretty. De- it was pretty decent. And, uh, tomorrow for. Tuesday, people, not you and I, but on Wednesday, um, we've got Miss Miss Marvel's finale coming up, and I'm I'm worried about that one, man. Have you have you been watching Miss Marvel? Yeah, yeah, I think um, uh, yeah, I think I just finished the most recent one sort of last night. Um, so yeah, I, I almost kind of was surprised to hear it was a finale because it feels like there's this kind of we're not ready for a finale yet almost no. uh, <laughs> you know yeah that that's kind of my thoughts and i've enjoyed miss marvel but you know yeah. as it's opened up the you know it took a while to open up the story but then as it is it feels like it's too open so far to close it all back shut again if that makes sense so so we're interested to see how it all kind of finishes up and how things lead into obviously the Marvels as well, and yeah. um, you know, be, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. But it's been okay so far. But like everything else, you need to wait for the finale and, and judge it all as kind of one, one whole, if you like. I think what's better with these Marvel shows. Yeah, uh, for me, it was it was really like it. It started out doing its own own thing with the kids, you know, kid kid problems cultural issues and then superhero stuff and that was all all good and great the the whole backstory that we've had to deal with for for you know about an episode and a half Mm -hmm. um really should have been i think told over like phone conversations with the grandma leading up to a trip to karachi and and everything that that happens then because it just like it slowed everything down. I get that. I get so why much. I kind of like it, but that's why I kind of feel like we needed maybe a couple of episodes more to build back up again to a finale rather yeah. than you know going straight into one because I liked it and I, I didn't mind the fact that it slows down for a couple of episodes because it doesn't have to be all you know. But because um, yeah. it was an interesting story that was being explored, but um, but it just feels like. We're nowhere near ready for the end game of, of this this series um, at this point, and that that does make me worry that they're just going to shoot in, horn in some kind of battle, a couple of explanations, and boom, off off she goes to be a superhero. Yeah, the uh, there we've heard that this this series had some issues and needed some some reshoots, and I think there's some some areas where i could point to especially in in uh like conversation uh pieces and a couple of fights um where it's like yeah it looks like a, a reshoot like you were in the same place in this scene but here you're you're in front of of um a computer screen uh i hope it all comes together well because um everyone's been pretty pretty damn good in the in the series so far like i don't 
as far as the three Cameron, Kamala, and and um, uh, her friend, uh, uh, brought. <laughs> they keep jokingly calling him Brian. What, Brian, what is his? Uh, what is his? Uh, Byron or some? I don't know what it is. Um, uh, Bruno. There, there it is. Bruno. Bruno. That's it, Bruno. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they've all been been great. Like that. That whole yeah, and I group like of them have been as well. You and know, they they've been lots of been absolutely lots of lots of fun. So that was that was kind of the the appeal. It was very much Spider Spider Man. You know, homecoming ish you know mm. far from home ish it was it was very much uh um like that and i dug it and i'm not against the backstory at all it's been it's been like you said interesting just <sighs> you guys needed to do needed to do something because going into the finale you're just kind of like without spoiling anything really what's the what's the big you know we we kind of see something that that leads us to think who the big bad is going to be or and or remain but it's you're going to explain all of that like <laughs> motivation and the the transfer and yeah. all like i mean it maybe it's uh, a 60 minute episode but that's not really been marvel style so far no, so not a not at all oh yeah that, that's I'm, i think i probably echo your thoughts on that so it's, it's not so much i wish they'd cut it down i just I think maybe they needed to give this one a couple more episodes, but we'll see what happens next week and take it from there. Yeah, that's that's what. Um, I had asked Manny this. Um, I had asked Manny um, about... Sorry, I, I kind of scared myself for a second. I thought I had it recorded, but I did. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I had the backup go, going for certain any anyways, but... Um, I had asked Manny, we were talking about Thor's uh, um, box office take, mm. and uh, we had kind of looked at, at, you know, Multiverse of Madness did like 180, 183, uh, and and Thor did this, you know, 143, which is respectable, and I think actually the Multiverse was, was like two, uh, 187, not 183, um, and then we talked about uh, homecoming or not homecoming but um, No Way Home Spider-Man No Way Home and kind of were like you know without a, a nostalgia draw can can movies do as, as well right now or, or is nostalgia driving everything and it reminded me of a conversation I had had on, on Breaking Geek a, a, a point I think I had posted to the to the hosts over there about uh top gun 3 and they're like no there's not gonna be a top gun 3 <laughs> and lo and behold because money money talks you know miles teller said that there's been some uh conversations about top gun 3 about a, a potential mm. sequel and kind of same question to you to you man like at first it was it was all this superhero movies but but now it's all about the the big nostalgia drive from from what we see in the comic book movies you know multiverse of madness promising the re- return of charles xavier and uh you have uh uh no way home of course having you know spider-man and and villains from from the past sony garbage and uh it you have all these other movies that kind of either their their own thing or they continue the the franchise like like normal without dipping in into the past and they're you know what do you think's going on man and and what do you feel about a top gun 3 well i think <laughs> i mean hollywood 
will always be Hollywood. And that means traditionally it was if something did well, make sequels until it stops oh, yeah. doing well and then you stop, right? Um, and in some ways, yes, there is a bit of a nostalgia kick going on right now. We've, we've seen that a hell of a lot recently. Ghostbusters, Spider-Man No Way Home, you know. Um, and they've done okay. Um, Scream. <laughs> yeah. Halloween. Um, one can argue maybe, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi kind of falls into, you know, Kenobi some kind of like 100%. Coming into that nostalgia side of things. Um, and even Mandalorians touched on, on that a little bit yeah. as well. Um, so the, the, there is absolutely an element of that, you know, cameos and appearances and surprises. And I think that the problem is it, it, it will be fleeting, right? Because they will run it. I mean, Hollywood will always find ways <laughs> to regurgitate ideas. It used to be reboot, rebrand, mm -hmm. repackage, yep. push out. Yep. Now it's multiverse and let's bring these nostalgic characters back, mm -hmm. you know, because it's the current trend at the moment. But eventually it won't be the trend anymore. And what will be left is the stories that have meant the most to people. Um, and this is where it comes down to whether it works or not. Uh, and we've, we've both said this before, Spider-Man No Way Home worked. Um, did, did Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness? Mm, I like the movie, but, you know, the, ca <laughs> the cameos were just cameos, you know? Yeah, were, and hell, it turns out most of those were in, in reshoots. Uh, if you uh, if you take within context of what uh, the the dude that played Black Bolt was talking about, he said no one would, no none of them filmed their their crap anywhere near together. Yeah, it's all composite shots and um, yeah. And I was kind of there as a surprise. We all kind of knew about it so already, which maybe that's that's kind of weird. Maybe if it just been. We didn't know much about Multiverse of Madness. There was no hint of sort of cameos or alternate universes until maybe we'd saw that other Doctor Strange and then they'd kept it really, really secret. Maybe it works better as well. That was really out there and cool. But we all kind of knew what we were getting going in. Um, and therefore, it was just kind of like, oh, here's a bit where they turn up. Oh, yeah, there's a bit where Wonder kills mm -hmm. them. Okay, move on. That's not what the movie was about. So the question with Doctor Strange's Motivation Madness is, does the movie stand up without? You take them out completely, does it stand up? Yeah, it stands up. It's not awful. It's not as if, you know, that's what the entire movie revolved around because most of the alt-universe people are Strange himself, Wanda, you know, other yeah. Wong's Mordo, strange characters, you know, rather than kind of these more sort of nostalgic ones. Yeah, you didn't um, have var variant of yeah. of uh, Cap, you know, with Evans's yeah, face. Yeah, and, and you know, remember they were talking yeah. about that, like there was going to be, remember there was all these rumours that there was going to be Tom like a Cruise, Hydra version of Cap, there was going to be a Tom yeah. Cruise version of and I think Iron it, Man. I have no doubt that there was probably was conversations around that at Marvel, yeah. thinking about going out, all out like that. But if that's all your movie is, you don't really have a movie anymore. You know, it's just a, it's just an advert for cameos. Um, yeah. And then you start going, I want to see the what if version of, you know, Tom Cruise's Iron Man. Bring Tom Cruise back as the new Iron Man. And it just, you start getting into 
I think more issues than what well, you look sold. At the, look at the whole thing. Uh, John Krasinski's uh, read brought into this, and and people that were arguing, trying to to argue, like, no, you don't understand. Like, that's that's the very all these others strange. They look the same, and then it's like, okay, the the Peters. Well, that's Sony Sony thing. Okay, Loki. Shit, yeah, you know, like my biggest thing with Marvel themselves, since we're just kind of talking about about them, kind of got off the just nostalgia thing, is the the multiverse was spun as the next big thing, and and yet we went through Loki with that having next to no, you know, uh, visible influence on anything after to uh, uh, No Way Home with mm-hmm. no visible effects for for anything after and then multiverse of madness which for the most part by the end of that movie <laughs> well, there's, there's nothing <laughs> at some point but what what is the i know but you're gonna have that big thing thing go down in the ant-man ant-man movie with with no other Maybe like that won't be the big thing. Maybe that will just be the next step that explains how the rest of the thing is fitting together. Or Loki season two will explain how that fits in together. Maybe. The problem is I think they all kind of shy away from being the one that kind of explains everything and connects everything together. Uh, and, and kind of wanted, well, we just kind of wanted to do our own thing and this is our style and this is what we wanted to do with it, which is fine. But, you know, as I've heard you guys talking about in Breaking Geek and various other chats that we've had that, you know, a lot of people are just wondering what's kind of next, what's it building towards, like, Infinity War. I don't know. I, I'm just taking each Marvel film as, is it, is it good? Was it entertained and move on? There's nothing really coming out that's an absolute classic. There's very, there's been very few films that have really, you know, stood up and have said, wow, that was really, really good. Maybe No Way Home's the only one that really sits up there amongst all the Phase 4 movies right now. And then we have so many shows as well. It's it's getting harder and harder to fit everything in together, give everybody their own space and time. It almost feels like they're building towards several different climaxes now. That don't, It's not one thing. There's different things going on. Like the Thunderbolts thing feels like one mm-hmm. avenue. The... You know, the supernatural side feels as if it's going somewhere in another way. And then we've got the multiverse stuff and Kang all happening as well. And then we've got more new characters to get introduced, you know. So we've got the whole Echo, Daredevil and, you know, Kingpin all coming back into that. How's that all going to fit together on the street level side? Then we bring in Fantastic Four and rumours are we've got Nova coming and there's going Mm -hmm. to be a... Ultimately, a new Guardians team going to have to appear at some point. Um, you know, there's a lot of churn at the moment oh, yeah. in the MCU as we as we move forward, and it almost I, kind of feels like they're throwing everything at the wall and seeing what sticks to and that's, to focus on going forward. That's what I would kind of point at being the the other side of the the problem is maybe I maybe. I wouldn't care as much about God. You guys, we we go from this awesome connected thing to this allegedly connected thing that you guys really aren't connecting much. I could I could forgive it if so many of the projects just weren't mediocre. Mm. You know, they're they're. I mean, I... there's been there's been a, a quality <laughs> drop. I think 
one of the yeah, like... that is whether the roster change of characters and it takes time to build those characters up again. Some of the new guard that have been brought in haven't really set the world alight yet. But know? we've had just stuff like and and not all of these are are bad quality but by any means i'm just gonna name characters that are from a, a, at least like phase two and you've got you know sam and and bucky you've got one you've got wanda you've got black widow of course going going all the way back to to the to the beginning uh um you've got uh um miss marvel's new but Sp- spider-man go, goes back doc strange goes back phase, phase two um you you've got our that that might have been phase three but you got characters still like like oh, yeah still we've, a bit we've got a whole bunch of, part of the og avengers if you yeah like, almost exactly if they, if hawkeye the and, team and infinity war and endgame and they're still there but you kind of feel that hawkeye's being phased out you know that's right, the feeling right. you got from his show that maybe jeremy and his thing i'm too old for a shit now to be honest <laughs> with you and yeah. uh, they've kind of went with the hearing thing as maybe a way to phase him out and, and bring in the new generation. And there does seem to be a very much, you know, of the old guard bringing in new generations. But it's it's almost like as we get new people in, there's someone else underneath them that could come to... You know, there seems this conveyor yeah. belt ready of, of people that are going to come up as heroes. When you think of all the kid versions that we've got out there now, you've got, you know, you've got love, you've got... Um, Kate Bishop, you've got Kid Loki, you've got the Wonder Twins. Or well, is that what they call Wonder them? Wonder Twins? No, that's not the... What's it? God the, damn. What's it? Wand, uh, Wanda's Kids? Wanda's Kids, sorry. Yeah, Speed uh, and, and Wiccan. Wiccan. Yeah, so we've got the potential Miss, Patriot Miss that Marvel. shows up in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Miss yeah. Marvel. Yeah. Um, you know. But, you know, again, it would be nice to see some of that coming together and and you know like with wanda's kids and stuff like that man we don't know jack crap gonna ever come of them ever again i mean no no one would have thought we wouldn't wouldn't have even mentioned vision in multiverse of of madness you know essentially like man it's it's rough you know because vision kicking about you know so there's so there are so many loose threads Mm-hmm. That, you know, it's getting harder and harder for the general audience to, to pick it up. I think you just can almost have to, at the moment with Marvel, switch your brain off at the door, see what they put out in front of you and go, okay, this is a new this, you know, and now this is a new reality we're in. And of course, mm-hmm. you get extreme tonal shifts sometimes between mm-hmm. films in terms yeah. of the impact and seriousness of things. Like you, when you look at tonally, just Eternals versus Thor, Love oh, yeah. and Thunder, right? You know, or Thor un- unable to balance its own own to- uh, tones. Like, oh, yeah. I'm not I, saying necessarily Taika wanted to, but someone someone should have yeah, balanced some of that. I I kind of think Love and Thunder worked, but I I do get why some people wouldn't think that. But I kind of like the tone shifts in it kind of just made me think of normal Taika Waititi to be honest so if you mm. like his way of doing things I guess you, you're kind of more appreciative of that, that's all I would say um, but I can Dude, totally I watch, understand why it's not for everyone I, I watch uh, uh, what we do in the shadows like religiously that is an amazing it starts again uh, today so I'm I'm super Sometimes stoked about, about that style is to 
something we we, we would more about like plot wise. He won't worry too much about mm-hmm. that sometimes, you know, because he would rather get to the heart of it, which is like you know an emotional beat or or the the humour in a situation that shouldn't particularly necessarily be funny, which is one of the kind of key things he tends to to do. I don't know, but. I mean, I thought it was a better movie than Multiverse of Madness. I didn't dislike Multiverse of Madness. I haven't really disliked any Marvel movie in Phase 4. Um, but the only one that I've kind of went out of the cinema going, wow, you know, kind of a little bit, is, is No Way Home. And that was more my surprise that they actually managed to make it work. Um, yeah. You yeah. know, because it kind of almost felt like it shouldn't work. That, that yeah, movie, yeah it definitely. I, I haven't watched a single Phase 4 film twice not not one of them no I, I wouldn't say i have either i can't think of one if i if i have uh, no but then that makes me sad <laughs> you know outside infinity war and endgame i didn't exactly watch them all twice running oh, after that as well but what i would say is like for example ragnarok i've watched two or three times you know mm-hmm. if it's if it's if it is that elite level i'll have watched it two or three times but there's there's a lot of marvel movies i have only watched maybe once or twice again if it was on in passing or something i'm not really wanting to sit i'll sit and watch all the marvel movies again it's too much it definitely i don't i don't have to watch them all all in order or anything like that but uh let's take a quick word from our sponsors over at grow generation come back and talk about something else grow generation where the pros go to grow grow generation offers the best deals and discounts on the best grow products on the market. Grow Generation serves customers across the nation and carries a wide inventory of renowned cultivation brands. Go to www.growgeneration.com where the pros go to grow. And uh, I almost started the show instead of uh, Reese starting from the ad break. Thank you, Grow Generation, for sponsoring the episode. Appreciate it. Link down in in the description box below. Uh, Cam. Speaking of nostalgia, it doesn't just exist in TV and and uh, movies. It also exists in video in video games. I'm guilty of it as as well. Yeah, I did yeah. a reaction to Final Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, the second game in the in the remake series, and I'm I'm super stoked about that. But we can't wait to see whatever the new Bioshock game is. We both are excited Bi- for that. Comes, yeah. You know, so. Um. But we got some uh, gameplay reveals and uh, for uh, a RoboCop game called uh, RoboCop Rogue City, as well as an untitled uh, t- Terminator. Yeah, uh, at the moment, it's just uh, called Terminator uh, Survival Project, which it's not going to be its final name. Um, but, you know, that's its kind of working name at the moment. And that gives you an idea of what it is. It's a survival game, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, were you a RoboCop robocop fan because i mean i'm robo yeah i was i mean i i grew up in the 80s um so you know of course you know terminator and robocop used to we used to have conversations in the playground about you know who would win <laughs> in a fight between robocop and terminator and stuff like that. i was always team terminator but you know robocop was cool yeah you know i i kind of missed out on on robocop i was big into alien big in big into predator i was big into uh um uh terminator uh, especially after t2 uh i just i never really got got into into robocop uh um, it was very violent so you know you you maybe had to be a certain age 
you know, by the time you were that age. My my dad showed it, me hamburger hamburger hill when I was like five, six years old. Yeah. So I mean I, I, I think I think with eight, Robocop can it come out in eighty seven and I must have seen it in like eighty seven and I'd have been like mm. Nine, <laughs> you know. I mean, <laughs> you, know, to, you know, so we we watched that shit right at the start, and you know, we thought it was amazing as kids. To be honest, you know, um, whether it holds up, you know, I don't know, but you know, certainly it was a franchise that I lost, you know, any kind of geek them with because the sequels were all extremely poor from that point on and the TV series was crap and it was just all crap upon crap from there on but you know that original movie really did have something about it and it was about potential there what do you think about the the game man this this first person shooter game Mm, it looks cool Um, I mean I like the idea that you know you get it's that fantasy of you know I mean, I remember playing the old Robocop game. I don't know if you remember the 2D shooter that you walked mm-hmm. along as Robocop. Yep. You know, um, that I remember playing that in the arcades and it was like the hottest game at the time, you know. So the idea of being able to use his targeting system and all that, you know, in terms of what we saw in the gameplay, too, it looks cool. It looks like they've got the world right, you know, this gritty crime-ridden Detroit. That all looks spot on. Um, the fact that we get Peter Weller doing the voice, you know, mm-hmm. so the genuine original guy doing the voice. So it feels very much like this is a triple A title that somebody's put a bit of love and attention into. However, that remains to be seen because, you know, the little snippets of gameplay that we saw at this point, about a year from release, um, are not yeah. enough to kind of tempt me to go and buy the game yet. For example, that targeting system kind of looks cool, like when you see it in the trailer. But you imagine having a target like that every yeah. time you want to take a shot on an FPS, uh-uh, you know, because the that human eye is far faster than that. Um, oh yeah, know, so, I run uh, into that that like um, speed issue playing uh, first person shooters. Any anyways, especially TF2. I I play sniper a lot, and just <laughs> I was no sniper. I was not a, as a, I was an an engineer. I did. I did use my weapons though, though, and I could definitely go from my ACOG, you know, sight to uh, taking my eyes off of it to to move or whatever a hell of a lot faster you, than you can in a game, and it gets annoying when you're just like, no, I know it should move fa- faster. Everything would move faster. Why am I having to move yeah, so so but slow? That, that will always Hate be the that. same in any game. Like you know, oh, any yeah. racing driver will never get the feel for a driving game as much as as good as the driving game is, and how much you simulate it, it will never feel like the real thing. You know, and that will not without those uh, rigs, those race racing uh, China, rigs. You know, it depends how they set up the gameplay look for it all. You know, like we would expect to be harder than the majority of the people were fighting, and almost mowing them down, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Until we get, you know, like say Ed Two Hundred Nine shows up, who's somebody that can absolutely tear you apart. Um, you know maybe like a boss character so is it just going to be some generic you know we go through um some linear levels we kill people you know that are committing Mm -hmm. crimes or is it going to be some more open world first person where there's a proper story going on and there's crimes and side missions that you can do again remains to be seen so until we we get more about it i don't know what to say about it but so far it looks it looks cool but Got some potential. it could still be absolute trash at this point. You know, you just don't know. The the last um the last uh survivor style game that I really play 
um was like the Left for Dead stuff. Mm. And 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 I don't even really consider that like when mm. when you hear survival now, I'm I'm thinking of like co op survivor at least. I'm yeah. thinking of like the um Dead by Daylight or whatever whatever it's called. Um, so I actually haven't looked at this this uh, Terminator thing at all until till now. What what you think? What do you think of it? Not much to see from the reveal trailer looking. because yeah, there's like not any gameplay. I mean, all you really seconds. see is a um, is a door opening yep. and a Terminator walking in and somebody's hiding from it. So yeah. I think the idea that I'm playing here is that you're going to be playing somebody who's hunted by the Terminator and that you will have to survive to whatever end um, for however long. And most of the time, I'm thinking, like, have you ever played, even if you've not played it, have you seen a little bit of Alien Isolation? Seen it. I haven't I haven't but played it. It's, it's a phenomenal game, right? It's absolutely phenomenal, but I couldn't finish it, right? Because it just wasn't relaxing enough for me after a day at work. You sit home at night. I didn't want to have the tension that high while I'm sitting in front of the couch playing it because it is just absolutely fantastic the way they've structured it all. It's visually gorgeous. The way it works with the alien following you, it's just really so well done. But it is tense when you're sitting playing it. Now, some people love that experience. I don't. So, you know, and it, it kind of almost feels like a bit of that's in there to me. You know, you can't kill the alien, you know, because you don't have the tools to do that in the alien isolation game. Um, and it kind of feels like that you'll be in that situation with a Terminator until maybe you get to a very end point and then you can crush it and something. Else. I don't know like, what Linda Hamilton did. But are we going to be like going across the country? To get away from the Terminator, like booking it to hotel rooms, like you know, I'm thinking like the movie, or is this all going to be in some self-contained place, you know, that we're we're hiding mm. in a structure from the Terminator? I mean, that how did he make that work? That's where this could be, you know, interesting or meh, you know, kind of the an alien. You get the fact that it's in a space station, so you're limited, you know. And they yeah. use that environment to the effect that you can't just break out a window and, and go running. You just can't do that. How do you do that with Terminator? Yeah. Yeah. I I, I brought up, you know, I, I mentioned those uh, co-op survivor games, survival games. I'm wondering if, if they would do something like that. Even Resident Evil had one of one of those where you, you'll you got classes, a, a healer, mm-hmm. uh brawler type, and usually since it's a Terminator thing, it'll probably have like a hacker type character. Ghostbusters is gonna be doing a, a team co op mm. uh game similar similar. Have you to ever that. played the kind of Friday the thirteenth game? No, that's a kinda like it's one person plays Jason. Mm-hmm. And they have to kill everybody, and the rest of the people are like the campers, and you've yeah. got to run around try and fix phones. Jason can, yep. you know, has got to kill you all. If you get away by the end, you they, they win and you've lost, and you know, yep. and basically every kid just wants to go Jason and, and kill people. <laughs> you know, that's that's the way it works. You know, maybe it could be something like that, but would it just be a case that everybody wants to go the Terminator? <laughs> Pretty much, um, I would. I, I like your your idea uh comparing it to alien isolation um I mean that was always like the fun fun part of of nemesis and and tyrant and mm. Resident Evil mm-hmm. you know uh that that chase it, it's very very 
and and why Metal Gear Solid is such a big thing with the sneaking around and the idea of sur- survival and, and the idea that you can't just blow every problem away with a with a big gun, you know? The problem is, so a game like Alien Isolation, most people just noped out of it once they tried it. And there was a lot of people at me who said, look, this is beautiful, it plays great. But it ain't for me, you know, <laughs> because it's just too, it's too tense. So I think there's sometimes you can go too far with it. If the game is more yeah. casual and can be broken up in chunks, maybe you can accept it more. You're like, ah, died again, okay, reset. But like when you die in alien isolation, you're like, oh my God, you know what I mean? And it's just, some comes out the blue, you're literally, you're like, can I make it to this corridor? And then something just pops at the ceiling at you, and you know, once the animation starts, you're done, you know, and, mm. and that's it back to the last save checkpoint yeah. and the worst thing in alien Rough. were these androids that chase you about and you can't kill them either they were freaky <laughs> freakazoids man so hmm. you know it's, it's it's interesting but you know will that work will it work for terminator and will that even be what they decide to do we're gonna have to wait until we see more of the game you know what it actually is Yep, 2023 is looking like the uh, the big year for for a lot of things in inter- in entertainment and games, uh, especially uh, we talked about yesterday's on on yesterday's Daily Cog how E3 is is going to be coming back in. Oh, sorry, uh, talking about how um, E3 is going to be coming back uh, next year and it's going to be bigger than it's been than it's been in a long time because it hasn't happened in, in a long time and um game gaming is yeah and we're 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 going to be in the next three to five years we're going to start seeing the effects of the subscription economy on the those studios you know everyone else that's that's been you know oh things are are still going fine it's like yeah well this is the first few years. A lot of games being made already had their their money earmarked. Their budgets were were already set, and and it takes a few years before new budgets roll into the new projects, and and so on and so on. So the next three to five years for for gaming, in my mind, are going to really show people how much the mobile gaming economy and and way of do doing things is is going to affect. Uh, consoles and PCs b- because of things like PlayStation Plus and and Game Pass and man, I'll, I'll tell you what, oh, U- Ubi- Ubisoft just shut down a whole b- bunch of their their online games on online support. I I think people might regret so much digital content that you don't necessarily have a, a hold on and, and a way to play. Maybe later. I think so. it's going to depend on the games because I think in the past we played a lot more single player games or, you know, I mean general not people specifically because that might still be what some people are into and if you're into single player games that, you know, you go back to again in five years and say, I want to experience that again, then game ownership absolutely is for you but the way a lot of the the gamers out there, it's they move through these trends you know, so they all play a game together and then when they go into these games, they spend money on them. That's the thing that you have to remember, mm-hmm. Kyle. The kids oh, know. buy these shitty skins and stuff like that, you know, like, I reckon my, I always hear it when my son goes, oh, can I get a uh, £5 for this new uh, thing on Overwatch or, uh, or 
what's the modern warfare one the war zone you know there's a new yeah. pack out and you get these guns and all that sort of stuff and I'm like man it just rip money at you for, for these things that's all it is um, but that that is how they're making their money back for this stuff uh, um, you know and, or, they're, or they're charging for, for each additional bit of content they bring out mm-hmm yeah, I, I, I mean, I get it. I know what's going on and why, why it's going on. And I get, uh, you got to make money somehow because you, you guys, you can't just give stuff away for, for free. Legitimately, that, that's not how it works. You cannot get, get more for less. And the idea of, of games with these long, long life cycles because you got to make money off of it for as long as you possibly can. Uh, the loot boxes, the pay, the pay to win, the pay for content, not having to even get the whole game at, at first, just getting piecemeal little bit by little bit, basically be being unpaid beta testers. Like, oh well, yeah, uh, lots of games do that. <laughs> I hate that, but you know. Oh, like, I know, I know. Even it's, some it's of the games that I play, like I play Destiny Two a lot, but you know, if we look at where Destiny Two was when it launched, it was it was a shell, and it's yeah. took them all those years to fix it. But they still charge you for every mm. DLC, every expansion that comes on top of it. Now, I'd say it's good value for money, but, <laughs> you know, it's like taking the piss a bit when you think about what they were giving us for the same bucks in the past, you know, and while they really needed to get their shit together. Um, yeah. And it's the fans that pay for that, and you'll lose fans that way, you'll lose a gamer base that way. But the thing is, as Destiny also proved, if you fix it, and you give people what they want, they will come back yeah. again. You know, and they'll start spending money in your game again. <sighs> we'll see how it goes. People might be 100% fine with with mobile gaming as a service on, on consoles, but I, I, would hope, I would hope not. I would hope people would have, have better ex- expectations. You know what? We'll wrap it up there. And uh, we'll uh, tell everyone, hey, go check out LRM online, uh, LRMonline.com every day for all of your entertainment news, needs, and and opinions. Celebrity interviews, uh, also available at the LRM Online YouTube channel. Uh, Gig Pata was out at the um, uh, Disney Zombie, uh, Disney Plus's Zombies 3 premiere. He's got a whole slew of, of interviews up for, for that. Uh, written things on opinions and and reviews to uh uh things rumors leaks the whole the whole nine uh all of our podcasts are you can access there and they're they're available on any any app that you can think of from google spotify apples sound soundcloud uh great shows besides the daily cup of of genre like anime anime versal reviews doing uh classroom of the elite season two right now for our seasonal uh uh Breaking Geek Radio, the podcast does weekly news and 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 uh, usually has a, a movie or or show to review. Marvel Multiverse Mayhem does Marvel reviews and and news in between shows. And the Cantina's the Star Wars version of that. Well, Marvel Mayhem is the Marvel version of the Cantina because that was that was first, right, Cam? Damn right. Yep. <laughs> and uh, you guys can find all of the. All of those as well on the uh, Genreverse Podcast Network on on YouTube, and uh, along with the genre sh- genre shot trailer reaction. So yeah, check all that out. Anything you wa- want to say? Cam, plug anything? Mm-hmm. Come read some stories. Come check us out. See what you think. Let us know what you like, and what you don't like, and what you like to see more of. Yep. All right, guys. Bye. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.